I keep pushing and I put the client's interest in front. It sounds all cliche, everybody says about it, but if, if you truly have that in your head, then people feel it. And and that's that's I've seen referrals come like crazy. And I never ask for a referral. Never in my life. I never ask for a single referral. They just keep coming. So the question is this. How do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Welcome, real estate rock stars. Courtney Atkinson here, and it's my greatest pleasure to bring to you an amazing realtor in Oleg Komarneski. Hey, Oleg, thank you so much for being here, spending time with all of the real estate rock star nation, my man. Thank you, Courtney. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, and and you're a veteran of this <laughs> podcast. It was about a year ago that you were here speaking with my good friend Aaron. And lots has changed in that time. So so maybe just walk us through some of the story that you shared with Aaron last year, kind of as a highlight reel. And tell us what actually happened. So when I was uh, at the Real Estate Rockstars last year, uh, around end of June last year, we were trying to close 100 deals in 2021. I was single agent with one more agent trying to uh, um, trying to help me. I, I, I found him. Through Instagram, I needed some help with buyers. I was driving too much, and uh, and uh, I was lucky with with uh, with this help. Uh, he's a very good agent right now, and we were trying to close hundred deals. I didn't know if it's going to happen or not. I thought probably shy, maybe ninety deals or something, maybe eighty. We were doing pretty good. We finally closed at one hundred thirty-two. Super happy, and <laughs> we grew a little bit more yeah. than just us two. We were probably seven or eight by the end of the twenty twenty-one. Um, yeah. I just I was just looking at Instagram, looking for for good uh, for good agents that are just starting, looking for somebody I can I can send some leads to. I'll I'll share how I do uh, how I how I run my team now. Uh, but I was just looking for somebody who's trying to start, and I remember how how hard it was for me. And I was like, I can I can just help them a little bit because I have so much business coming in my way because of everything I do. And uh, I can just send them some leads to get them going right away, and then they will slowly produce their own leads. And that's that's the way I'm, I I decided to to build my team. And uh, we yeah we did 132. Now we're trying to do 333. That was a goal. Uh, yeah, probably gonna be probably gonna be a little shy of that. Uh, we feel a slow down right now. Um, but that's okay, you know. Next goal will be 500, hopefully. <laughs> but I yeah, wanted yeah. to share something that I did. Uh, not only when I'm, you know, I'm only building a team for a year, so not super uh, knowledgeable about which way to go. There's a lot of strategy, different models, trying to learn from everybody and making some mistakes here and there. But uh, keeping the abundant mindset, uh, trying to not only care about how much I make, but also how, how can I help these people. At the end, they can also choose a different path and different uh, company as well, but I don't focus on that. I don't care about that. I just want to do as much as I can to help. And so they can, you know, uh, sell more real estate and eventually we all sell more. I have to keep going, hire more people always. It's just a lot of my head, but uh, yeah, so far <laughs> we're trying to, to close uh, 333 deals. Um, 
And I'm not lowering my goal, but I feel like we're going to be a little shy of it, but we'll keep pushing until we see the December 31 number. So good yeah. for you, man. That's exciting. Hey, tell me a bit about this journey that you've been on. So how long have you been in real estate? Since 2017. So April 2017, I got my license and I sold so two what? houses in that year. One is, was <laughs> my own condo. I bought a condo for myself and then I helped my friend buy one. <laughs> took me eight months. That's- that's a big trajectory. So what have been some of the, the key parts of your success and your trajectory in getting to those 132 last year? If you have one or two things that you think were really key, what were they? Mm, well, I keep pushing every day. There's no there's no day. Well, there are day offs now. It's Sunday. I try to keep a day off. But uh, I keep pushing every day. Every day I worry that, that the last sale was my last sale. I try to never... Uh, I try to not think that I've made it. Always keep like, okay, this, maybe I have a good, uh, uh, what's it called? Maybe I have a good brand uh, among my community because I'm very focused. I'm very niche. It's only a little market that I'm focused in and I'm super narrow on that niche. And I'm like, I know that I'm known, but I don't want to be like resting on my brand. And that thing mm-hmm. is just, I, I always keep it as a worry. I'm always kind of obsessed. Like I need more. I need to keep pushing. I need to, I can't stop. I think that mm-hmm. that was one of the main things. But when I'm working with a client, I think they feel that I, I don't care about the commission because I always sometimes even tell them that this is not a good deal. Don't take it. Even though I feel like there's going to be 20 more houses we need to go to or like take so much time, spend so much time on the market because this offer is not so um, because they always ask you what, what kind of, what's your opinion. And I kind of tell them yeah. that, you know, I will make money here, but I, I don't think this is the right way to go. So these two things probably I keep pushing and I, Put the client's interest in front. Sounds all cliche. Everybody says about it. But if, if you truly have that in your head, then people feel it. And and that's that's I've seen referrals come like crazy. And I never asked for a referral. Never in my life. I never asked for a single referral. They just keep coming. Um, but uh, I uh, as soon as I started real estate, I went through Buffini course. And they tell you to write notes, say, say thank you, do the Popeyes. And that was kind of the right way for me to start. I immediately, it's, and it, oh, they also say, uh, deliver more than expected. And I was just obsessed in the beginning about it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a little bit, uh, I, I don't uh, say happy birthday to everybody. Um, I should, <laughs> but I, I, I forget. Uh, and then, uh, I, but in the beginning, I was just all over everybody I could meet. Uh, I would just be, uh, always text them something, always like go all over and try to call them every single week after we closed. And I guess that was one of the reasons I get so many referrals. It was a lot of 132 deals were referrals. So it was like probably half of it was, was referrals. Wow. And, and where were the, the rest of the business coming from? All over the place or one specific place? Uh, Instagram and Facebook. Those are the two main sources. Uh, and also every time we go to like housewarming parties, we go to happy uh, birthday parties. Um, I meet somebody and the only thing uh, also I wanted to say, when, when you meet with somebody, uh, when they ask you, how's the business? Because every time they ask you, how's the business? Uh, you want to be so knowledgeable. You have to read all the articles, all the news, all the local data. And I'm so f- uh, there's so much knowledge that I have about the uh, articles in men all the time, uh, all kind of uh, articles from our Chicago market. And I'm just pouring the information. They're like, oh, God, th- this guy knows everything. And I'm also uh, producing a lot of videos, lots and lots and lots of videos on Facebook and Instagram um, and uh, pushing it to the local uh, groups in my market. And that way they're just, hey, I see you're active. 
And yes, uh, a couple of days ago, we were at the inspection. My friend is buying another house. And he told me the way I found you, he's not my friend. He wasn't when we found the first house, we were, but mm-hmm. he told mm-hmm. me like, I, I had an agent, but he was kind of like a lazy agent. And I see you doing some videos with the uh, interviewing restaurants and doing all that. I see, oh, you active. So you probably, you're going to spend more time with me. So that, that's one of the reasons. Yeah. So back to your question, Facebook and Instagram are my two main sources, but mm-hmm. I also see agents just pouring content and spreading all over. I was focused only in one niche. Like I'm Ukrainian. Um, my se- English is my second language. And I figured that Chicago is a big Ukrainian community. I would put, I would add as many people as I can to my friends list on Facebook. And I, mm-hmm. I will join all the Facebook groups there are in Chicago. And I would mm-hmm. just put all the content in there. I didn't, I didn't care about anybody else, just that market. And uh, paid off pretty good. And, you know, we're still trying to build because I, Every time I go to some big events and there's thousands of people, mm-hmm. I look around, I don't know nobody, you know, here. So there's so much more, so much more business. But uh, pretty much everywhere I go, I meet somebody that knows me. So kind of, yeah, those videos help. Yeah, it's, it's funny about that. You know, I talk lots of my coaching about, about discomfort and we, and we share these stories about, hey, you can choose your discomfort. Is it going to be discomfort by not having enough deals and not enough income? Or is it going to be discomfort by being in front of a camera, building your brand daily? And it sounds like you've just gotten comfortable doing that. And over time, I think we can both agree that it gets easier. I've done thousands and thousands of videos over the years. I'm also a well-known brand in my space. And same with you. You're doing this daily, daily. Your scripts get better. You get better on the fly. It requires less editing, less post-production. A lot of times you can do it live and just leave it and not have to worry about ever taking it down, right? But I have to tell you something. I was the worst to be in front of a camera. And I'm still not good. Still not good. The, the, my my video uh, helper, uh, like video guy Carlos, he was here. He's he's uh, he he can say it. It takes me a lot of try. Still, it's still not good. Still not good. But I have to do it. It's just there's no way around it. I don't like my own videos. I don't watch them because I see flaws. <laughs> so I don't watch yeah. them. I don't know. I should, but it it's not comfortable. And I keep I have to keep doing it. Just doesn't matter. You have to keep doing it. And I keep watching. The Gary V talking about content, all the uh, all the conventions you go to, and I'm just like, okay, all right, another one. I got I have to have to keep more. We need more. We always need more. So just uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work too. This this content thing is uh, it's it's a lot of work, a lot of energy. Um, I'm yeah. not super social, not super social. I like to be you know quiet. I want to be on my own a lot of times, but yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for me. I have to. St- Keep, I, I need to feed my family. There's got to be a nice house. There's going to be a lot of food. There's got to be a nice car. I don't care. You know, it has to be, it has to be done. And I know this is number one thing I need to do always. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's something for somebody who's maybe the first year or second year. I wanted them to hear this because not a long time ago, four years ago, I just got my license. Uh, five, five years ago, I just got my license and it can be done. And I remember uh, I, when I just joined the brokerage. Sorry, I'm talking too much, but uh, I got to I gotta say this one. No, that's why but you're I, here. Yeah, go. Yeah, I just joined my brokerage. And there was an agent who was super great agent. Uh, amazing. This is probably better even than me. He would take care of a client like it's it's his own family member. It's just so much work pouring into the client. But he could only do two, 20 deals a year, sometimes even less. And I always right. ask why, why. And then I went to Ryan Serhan to New York, uh, met with him. And he told me that, uh, you know, it's a brand. It's all about how many people can know you. And uh, it's just, just how it is. And I just and I just focused on that after I met with him. 
and just mm -hmm. started putting out so much content. But you still have to keep the service good because it's it's a bad bad yeah. brand faster. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the interesting thing about team building as you're learning, right, is that, you know, for a while it's you. And yep. then in time, it becomes the service that you're known for yeah. and the people that also provide that service. And then not only are you at that time still in production, you're managing systems, you're managing marketing. Tough. So it's kind of like you've got two full-time jobs <laughs> instead yes. of just being a busy real estate agent. You know, now you're a career, you're a trainer, you're a systems builder. It's a lot of hats, but you're doing that now. Yeah, that's like my first year doing that. Um, it's tough. I also have to keep in mind that my uh, team members are also like my clients and uh, I have to take care of them big time. Um, I'm trying to leverage myself with buyers. I try to send buyers their way to help them get going and free up my time to, uh, you know, go after some, some something bigger or go after the listings. But uh, I'm slowly implementing everything that's out there. I'm reading everything, podcasts, all the books that I can. And I see some flaws in this model, see some flaws in that model. I don't like this approach. I like that. So I'm trying to put it together. I don't know if I'm doing a good job, but so far it looks like we've been doing okay. I've been, most of our business comes still from social media. I do a little bit, um, um, also I have two Ukrainian radios that uh, I'm, I'm um, you know, Every week, um, I have a couple um, episodes that talk about news and what's going on in the market. And um, we do have some Google leads that are coming, but I have not implemented the right approach to work them yet. I have mm -hmm. not seen success from that yet, uh, but that's something I'm working on. I'm not good at that. And that's the goal probably for the next year to build the system. I just, I've never... I did call callings in the beginning for like uh, listings, but I've never right. worked with uh, with a buyer who doesn't know me personally, who want who doesn't want to work with me directly. So um, I can't really train probably the agent to work the uh, Google lead buyer Google lead. Um, so I kind of didn't probably imp implement the system to to do it. I don't know. It's just that's one of the avenues I. I'm kind of 50-50, but I think I need to do it because this is like, it's, um, how should I say it? It's, you can predict how many leads is coming your way. You can. It's one of the things that I, I work through in, in my coaching space with, uh, with folks that are growing teams, because, you know, the, one of the challenges that you have when you're first building is that, you know, you're a well-respected, well-branded person. And so you have a lot of this business that just comes to you. Now, there is some limit to how much business any one person is ever going to get. Yeah. Maybe it's 100, maybe it's 200 transactions a year, whatever the number is. And then the truth becomes, okay, well, if I'm going to have a bigger team and maybe leverage myself out of production and have enough opportunities for all these people in my organization, I have to have a more predictable lead source, right? Yeah. And so for some people, that's going to be Zillow. For some people, they're realtor.com. For others, they're PPC. Others invest heavily in SEO. There's many other options that you can pour into. The key thing is that there just needs to be some other source. Now, the other thing that I think people get tied up on is that they think that they need more needs than they actually do right? Mm -hmm. The truth is, is that a busy guy like you probably has opportunities falling down around him and you wish you had more people to scramble and pick those things up. And that becomes even more problematic when you yeah. have, 
ppcrealtor.ca or .com Zillow and so forth, you have all these opportunities coming in. And unless you've got tremendous systems so that people can stay on top of them, a lot of times you'll see waste there as well. And I think that's one of the big challenges, right? Is not only making sure that we have enough people around for the leads that we do have, but having the systems and the accountability in place to make sure that people are leveraging every one of those opportunities to the max, right? And uh, and you're experiencing some of that now from the sounds of things, right? Yeah, and in the beginning, it was tough for me because everything comes my way and they call me because they want to work with me. And now how do I mm-hmm. leverage that? That was the biggest fear I had for a year, probably. I was slowly mm-hmm. testing, slowly. The first agent joined me, he was like an, a showing agent. And then I wanted to him to grow and he wanted to grow. And so I, I wanted to pass the client that comes my way. Like here, he, yeah. he's going to be working with you. And that was stressful. Right. It was hard because they come to me. Um, That's right. The, the, the leads that are, you know, coming from, like you said, SEO, Google leads, those are really don't have to come to me. That, that can go straight to the agent. The agent starts building the relationships. So that's, it's, I, I, it's something I have to work on. It's just something I, um, I kind of have it. We still, we have leads coming, but I don't have success. There's no systems behind. There's no accountability. Slow this try to implement them. Um, but, uh, it, it also, not everybody want to do them, you know? <laughs> so yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, and the other, the other challenge too, is that, uh, you know, you're at this critical time where you're an amazing realtor. I mean, gosh, how hard is it to do 132 transactions, you and one other person, and you're doing the bulk of those, right? While simultaneously growing a business. Now, I think, did you say you have 14 realtors on your team right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now you're a leader. And so now in addition to now being a servant to your clients, you know, being a recruiter, being a trainer, being a coach, a systems builder, and all these things, you also are learning these leadership skills. And those are hard things. The interesting analogy that I always share with folks is this, you know, smart agents like you and me, when we're meeting with clients, we facilitate this journey of self-discovery. We're not usually in people's faces, pointing fingers and telling them what's what. We want them to be a party to the decisions. And we feel that the transactions go much more smoothly when they've uncovered all the things and we've just built a roadmap for them to do that, right? The journey of self-discovery with really well-articulated open-ended questions. A lot of times team building folks, when they're first getting started, they, they feel the need to kind of point their fingers at the agents and they're in judgment and they're telling them what to do and they're angry and they're resentful. And if we could just treat agents on our teams like the clients that we were working with before and help them in the same journey of self-discovery, give them measures of accountability, give them systems to lean into. They'd have so much more success and so much more joy in the work that they're doing, right? seems very, very common and very simple, but it's hard to do uh, when in your own mind as a realtor and a team leader, you know exactly what has to happen. And you think if I just say it, it will. And usually it's not like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm finding that for sure. That's cool. So tell me about um, about this year. So you've got 14 agents. They're all producing now. Are you still in a continuous state of recruitment? How do you see the rest of the year you're going? Are you adding more folks? Yeah. Um, my goal is to have 20 or 25. I had. I, don't, uh, I think uh, I will be happy with 20 until the end of this year. And then I'll have to um, come up with a plan because next year I want to do 500 deals. I'm still debating. I'm trying to learn the commission game, uh, how to incentivize people and how to s- properly structure the splits. Uh, I often look at the teams that everything goes under their own name and everybody works and gets no credit for, for sales. That to me is no good. I don't like it, but I'm always debating which way to go. Um, I, 
in my opinion, maybe it's wrong, but sometimes the teams where all the sales goes under the team leader and the, the agent doesn't get any credits is, is not an abundant, abundant mindset of a team leader. That's what mm-hmm. my thinking is. And always like a sign calls, um, like a for sale sign where the phone number is goes to the team and then whoever picks up gets the lead versus the sign, phone number to the listing agent who gets those leads that he get the listing himself he gets so that's also i'm totally leaning towards getting uh, um, you know putting the phone number of the listing agents on, on the sign so i'm kind of i know that the successful i did the reason why i opened up my own uh brokerage because i was at the previous brokerage was century 21 i was super happy there but i was producing 100 deals i was on track last year to produce 100 deals and um, I always ask for more commission. I always want I need more split. I need higher split. I need higher split. And so I feel like some agents are um, will be like that because they see it. They they produce their own business. They want more split. They want more split. And I'm kind of in the between. I don't know which way to go yet. So this is my learning process. So I guess next year I'll come back and we'll talk <laughs> how it did this year. You know how how yeah. it went for the. Year. But right now I am. You know, learning this, and as as a, there's some moments that I've tested. You know, like you know, like how do you work with your sphere? There's some models that say you hire a one person, you pay them salary, you pay them bonuses, and they service only your sphere. Everybody else, you know, work their own leads, or you uh, sell, you, you know, you you buy the leads and serve and give them the Google leads and whatever. I thought about it, I tested it, and I still do 50-50 on my personal sphere leads. I know it's probably mm-hmm. wrong because some people say it's not leads, it's clients. Uh, it's it's too much that you're giving away. I don't know. It kind of works for me. So I'm 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 willing to to do it. And I'm not sure if it's doing it the right way, but so far it's been working. I, I know it's I've t- looked at some team models uh, systems, uh, how they do it, they would say that's wrong. You know, you gotta. It's you're giving away clients. It's it's already clients, and it's not just leads that you have to call, you know, multiple times and try to try to work with them, build report. Those are real clients that you get away. So I don't, you know, that's something I'm yeah. I'm doing. Real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegi with a quick commercial break. But you guys have been hearing these ads follow-up boss, right? They've been one of our longest standing sponsors of the podcast. And heck, most of you guys actually use follow-up boss. You've heard from so many of our interviews when we're asking people, what is your favorite CRM? Follow-up boss is by far the most trusted picked CRM that we hear from people that we're interviewing. You know, follow-up is huge. As an investor, there are so many times recently that we reached out one extra time to somebody that two months ago said they thought about selling us the house. And by just following up again, they said, yes, I'm ready to sell today. And they didn't know us from anybody. They were gonna say yes to the next person that reached out. And it was the fourth or the fifth time that we reached out to them. So follow-up is important as an agent, as an investor, as everything. You know, follow-up boss gets you and your team totally organized contacts leads all in one place they have like 250 integrations to all the other things out there for like texting phones voicemails all the other products that are out there it helps you convert leads to deals and then you decide how you want to expand and exactly when that happens 
for your business. So tons of guests in here. Here's a couple of our guests saying what they like about Follow Up Boss. I think Follow Up Boss gives you the most integrations mm-hmm. that are simple and it gives you the best ability to go and integrate large things into one single solitary platform. Um, it tracks everything that I need. I can customize it if I want. If I want to go smart list based, that's fine. If I want to go task based, it's fine. It just really helps me never drop a ball because it's so user friendly. Also, before I forget, Follow Up Boss is hosting FubCon. Yes, FubCon 2022. It's an annual event hosted by Follow Up Boss, the leading CRM in the real estate industry. The three day event is packed with actionable tips, strategies that agents can use to double their listings, convert more buyers, and create systems that their agents love using. And right now, as the market gets tougher, a conference like this is exactly the thing you need. The keynote speakers are some of the most iconic agents in the business, and they're sure to inspire and motivate attendees. In addition to educational sessions, there will be plenty of networking opportunities with some of the industry's brightest real estate professionals. FubCon is a perfect opportunity to learn and take your business to the next level. I hope you check it out. Yeah, I'll share with you what I've done over the years. Yeah. And I think this is probably beneficial for, for our viewers. Background on me is I've got a team of about 40 agents. We'll do about 800 transactions this year. Pretty handy to netting a million mm-hmm. company side. And really, really great retention and great culture. Like my, my team and I are friends. We have a lot of fun together. And uh, it's truly an amazing place to be. And the, and the good news is I'm out of production, maybe working 10, 15 hours a week in that business. And uh, the model that I found that worked was... We, as a company, we have to treat every client as being equal. At the end of the day, it's a human being that has a need, and it's our duty to serve that at the highest level. That's what we're known for. That's what our brand's been built on. And so whether it's a PPC lead, SEO, text message, email, past client, whatever, uh, we give everybody an opportunity on those on those opportunities. Um, the methodology that we're using is that we know speed to lead super important right? So five to 10 minutes speed to lead on all leads, 10 points of contact in 14 days. And in order to continue to earn new lead opportunities, they have to follow that protocol. If somebody's too busy to follow up with a current lead, then really they shouldn't be getting another one. They're too busy, right? Mm-hmm. And and the way that we framed that so that everybody on the team would feel good about it, and, and in fairness, it's just the truth, is that, hey, listen, like if if I'm an agent on a team taking a lead and not getting to it for three days, but my friend over here could have called them in five minutes and closed them. I've just disrespected my friend on the team. Mm-hmm. And I think too often team leaders take these types of things personally, rather than thinking about what it means to folks that they support. And so when I when I consider my role as team leader, I'm more the shepherd of the budget, I'm the shepherd of the systems, I'm the shepherd of the accountability, and and the upholder of the culture and so i want to make sure that people on the team are treating one another with respect in how they manage their leads while continuing to follow through on delivering the highest level of service to every single client now in terms of how we manage our commission sharing the way that that works is that if it's a past client of mine or my sphere of influence i take a 25 percent referral off the top and then the company split applies if it's a listing, it's 65% to the company. If it's a buyer, it's 50% to the company. And the agent gets the remainder. Now, of course, we have lots of support. There's inside sales. There's a sales manager. There's four team leaders. There's you know all kinds of systems in the background. But at the end of the day, 
if we can facilitate agents being able to do substantially more transactions with lots more opportunity, tremendous coaching support and systems, then those splits are really, really fair. They're making a good living. Some are doing 80 transactions a year in our team and, and really happy with that. And so I think the key thing is that we want to find something that suits us as a team leader. You know, it's representative of our personality in a way that delivers a program and a service to the clients that we feel is representative of that same character and in a way that sustains strong culture in our organizations by creating all equality and fairness in the organization. That's what's worked with me. That's what's worked with a lot of other big teams uh, that I've coached and that I've consulted with over the years. Uh, it's not necessarily the best thing. The other key thing to this too, that I only learned maybe five years ago that we rolled out that made a big difference is everybody on our team now has a sphere of influence list. So they provide a list of a certain number and different teams make them different sizes. Ours is 150. You can make them 300, whatever it is. But when, a, when one of your agents does one of those, they get a 25% bonus on their commission, right? So now instead of it being a straight 50-50, if they're dealing with a friend or a family member that's been pre-established so that it didn't just get claimed at an open house or something, then they're getting that 25% bonus and they're very motivated to go out and do that type of work, maintain a positive social media profile, use an email campaign building their own brand. And so those types of things have really facilitated agents wanting to stay in the team, retention being strong and culture being really strong with service being sustained at that same level. Maybe that serves you, uh, but there's a thousand ways to do it and it has to suit you. That's the key thing, right? But yeah, it's, it's, in some teams, uh, team models, they say that everything's 50-50. It doesn't matter if it's your own, if it's if it's on mine, you know, they, 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 they make it all 50-50. And I went differently. I went probably like you. So if it's your own, it's 75. If it's from us, it's 50-50. And whether it's a, you know, internet lead or it's my personal referral, it's still the same. So, I'm, you know, I don't know if it's right or wrong. It's just for now it works for us. And, and I think the, one of the important questions for team leaders is, is what's your intention? Like, yes. as I said to you before the interview, some folks want to get out of production right away. And so if you do, you need a sufficient commission sharing model so that you can deleverage and provide that same value to your agents. But if you're always wanting to be in production, then maybe it doesn't matter so much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, every, uh, if you want to be always in the production, the, the good mo model is to have everybody work, get no credit, you get all the credit and they probably slowly start leaving <laughs> because they want some credits. That's my thing. Right. I don't know. It, it, it worked in different, uh, you know, different approaches for different people, but I immediately... Uh, thought maybe I'm thinking about it a little wrong too, because I think that everybody's like me. Everybody want to do hundred deals. Everybody want to be, you know, every, <laughs> you know, they, their name looked up and the uh, five pages of Google is filled up with their name. Not everybody. I, I start learning and not everybody wants to do as much okay. as I want. Yeah. Not everybody. Like they, they will be okay with 10 deals a year. It's, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's yeah. good for them. And so I slow, yeah. slowly start. Okay. Like, okay. Let's see. What is your goal? Let's see what we can do. And don't push mm -hmm. them too much because they don't want to be pushed too much. And that's good for them. Yeah, yeah that's right. Who's, yeah, it's funny about that. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, uh, quick question. Who's more uh, uh, listeners? Were, were single agents or team leaders? What, what would you say in a percentage? Usually sing mostly single agents. Yeah, Single agents, yeah. So um, yeah. I would say um, like if single agent wants to build their brand, I want to share something that, I, that I've done. Um, maybe that would, uh, that would help, uh, somebody to, to get to a hundred if they want to get to a hundred or whatever, 50, Amazing. whatever you can do, it will get to the level and then you decide what you want to do after it. Uh, if okay, you want to be great. a top producer, it. I'll just, I'll just share what I did. So I, uh, first what I did, I, I produced a bunch of content and I would share it to different Facebook groups. 
and I would add every single day. Sometimes they would uh, uh, they would delete you from that group because you've been sending too much uh, videos, but that's fine. You keep adding. There's a bunch of groups. But you want to also uh, niche down, like target uh, specific neighborhoods or uh, people that live because they went to a certain school or if you speak a second language, this is an amazing business to, to be in if you speak a, sec uh, a second language. So you just target people who speak your language. But if you don't, you target like schools, your areas where you grew up. You have some, you have some kind of advantage over the other realtor, uh, whatever, you, whatever you choose to do. So I would go to those Facebook groups. I would share a bunch of content, and I would go to Ads Manager and create an audience of people who who watch those videos. At least three seconds. That's enough because in the first three seconds, my face is in there. So I get right. people who watch at least three seconds, create an audience, and I would target everything else to that audience. Works tremendously. And uh, that's how I've been uh, over, like, I would exceed all other realtors in my market pretty fast. It's a white space. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of agents, what they do is just just throw a lot of content everywhere. Hope it uh, hope it closes, and then um, and then really no no uh, no results. It's just something here, something there. It's not targeted. That's what I did. Went to the Facebook groups, put a bunch of content in, in those, create an audience, and retarget that audience all the time for for three years for, or four. Just retarget the same audience. They are tired of my face, but as soon as they see real estate, it's just. Okay, um, let me look him up. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, Zillow profile says boom, bunch of sales, bunch of stars, yeah. Google reviews. Okay, let's see. And that's that's how it's been. It's like now it's the bulk is half probably is referrals and half is just random, you know, people in my market that speak my language just just yeah. heard my name or heard our that's brand amazing. because I put my brokerage name as a p as a, my last name, uh, my first letters of my last name, Komar, without that nice. last. Uh, big uh, piece Nitsky <laughs> with a bunch of Y's Comer and that's it and uh, we try to push that brand now so I'm sponsoring different events and so that helps with like I'm with Comer and then oh okay so we know that name so we go to this agent so now my agent is using our yeah. brand to get some leads too which I yeah. I don't know if I'm not charging for it and I I don't want to it's just I'm helping them that way so they can build their sphere too but that's something that's that maybe a single agent can hear like Use it because it's still cheap. I'm still running a couple ads on Facebook right now, like four or five. I get thousands of views. I click on awareness, awareness. I use, I have thousands of views for four bucks. It roughly cost me four bucks to do a views. Uh, yeah. Thousand views and I just, uh, on each video, I put like 200 bucks behind it and it gets a bunch of views. Uh, but the other thing I was always confused, like I would hear, like if you put a content, how, what's the bridge? How do you connect that content to people call you? I'm like, oh man, yeah. I gotta do some click funnels or something. How do I get that so they call me or get their number so I can call them? I, really, I didn't need to do anything. They would just look me up and find my number because it says on the Facebook I have my cell phone right there, and they, would, they right. just call me right away. Now I have a problem. Now I have to have somebody else's phone number or like office number because sometimes it's too much, too much call calls uh, calls coming much. my way. <laughs> so I need to yeah. somehow to handle it right because sometimes I'm in the grocery store and they're like, oh, we want to buy a house. I'm like. Okay, it's, it's, you know, I have to have something system set up. So don't have that yet. But it's, yeah. I had a fear that I want, I want, I wouldn't be able to leverage my sphere, my personal name. And um, I was, I'm able to do it. So that was the yeah. fear that I had to overcome. And that was, the, it was wrong. You can't, because yeah. one of the top agents in my previous brokers told me when the client wants you, they want you. I'm like, really? And then I'm like, not necessarily it's somewhat it is true but if you have somebody 
who's you who's going to work with them as long as they're good they will everybody's happy they will be happy they, the, the client wants to be made to feel in the same way that you yeah. would make them feel and the yes. same way that you have made them feel with your marketing yeah. absolutely that's really cool i just have a, a specific question about that that i think our viewers would appreciate hearing so when when you've created these custom audiences how big are they just in terms of volume number of people in there um, Facebook shows me that every time I create an audience, like below thousand, but that's, I don't, I don't know. It's, it, it seems like every time I run an ad, I would get probably like 5,000 views, 3000 views and frequency mm. is one to two per person. So I guess maybe I have a couple thousands that really are, you know, getting all my content that I sponsor in Facebook. Yeah. It's not much, yeah. but I old total videos. If I look at the total amount of visits, like probably a hundred thousand. I create audience out of it. It shows me, you know, below thousand here, below thousand here, below thousand there. I don't care. It, as long as, you know, as long as it's being yeah, delivered okay. and people keep seeing my face. Yeah, that's powerful. Now, every time I go somewhere, even store that you created or everywhere, they're like, oh, this guy, this guy. So I, I keep showing up and um, so they recognize the face and what this face is talking about. I 90% of my content is only real estate. 10% is me picture with a wife, me picture with a daughter. I mix it up a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's more real estate. So I just remind them yeah. every single day. Yeah, good. You know, sometimes Fantastic. The, the realtors say, oh, why he didn't go with me? Why he chose somebody else? They know I'm a real estate agent. Yes, like I need a plumber right now. So I know one, but then if I think hard enough, I'll probably come up with a second one. But that second one wasn't showing up. So I forgot about him. You know, so you got to remind them every single day. Every single day, I'm a real estate agent. I'm here and value some content, some good information. Oh, did you know the stucco and brick? Here's the difference. Here's why I'm just learning as inspection. Cool, you know, like, whoa, that's nice news. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, so bring some value, yeah. try it every day. And sometimes there's no value. Like, I'm here at the inspection, boom. Or I'm here, you know, calling, making some calls. Whatever, yeah. just every single day. I, I love the way that you're communicating that. One of the things that I think is overdone in our space is the agent standing in front of the house, you know, telling the story, Hey, I'm a hero. I sold this house 10,000 above asking price or whatever the story is yeah. around that. It's just a little bit overdone. And what I'm hearing you say, and what I know is powerful, both from my own experience and from my coaching clients experience is that you're giving people a behind the scenes journey, understanding the work that you do for your clients at the property inspection, the process of the transaction, those unique details that are behind the curtain and frankly more interesting than just showing a sold sign and what the property sold for. Because let's be honest, everybody knows five realtors and they're seeing five realtors do that. It gets boring after a while. But if you can help me understand what was challenging about this particular sale and why it was interesting, well, now we're talking about doing business and you're somebody that's more memorable to me, right? Yeah, and I tell you, it's it's better to have that kind of content and have 100 people watch it than a reel on Instagram with you dancing and have 100,000 people watch it. Those are not, right. th those, you know, everybody's doing these reels now. I'm doing that too because I don't want to miss out. But that type of content about with value and people watching it through the whole video and learning something, even if a hundred people see it, it's much better results because you get a client almost right away from there or you, you'll have a referral or something. This is super good. This is very good, but it's got to be targeted and you can't see the results right away. You have to keep, keep doing them, keep doing them, keep doing them. And then every video will bring you a client. You'll see it's like a magic. 
But then these reels now, everybody's doing reels, you know, here, boom, 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 boom. You know, they're showing like uh, the dancing right. and everything. I'm doing them too. Uh, it's it's fun, but I don't th- I don't think it's it's for it's for producing business. You know, I can yeah. talk about how to become a good producing top producing agent. I can't really share too much about how to build a team because I only been doing it for one year. Um, have some success, but can't really. You know, I'm still learning, still learning a lot. It's a mm-hmm. totally different game, <laughs> and I opened it up is. my own brokerage, so that's that's on top of it. <laughs> Uh, you know. Yeah, I've been there and done that too. I, I know all the stress around that for sure. Well, this has been really good. One of the other things that I just wanted to unpack quickly because uh, I'm interested, you mentioned that you have a wife and a daughter. So so tell me a little bit about your family and tell me how about you balancing all of these things that you're working on. You've got a lot on your plate. Yeah, my wife, she helped me a lot. Uh, she actually works uh, with us too. She, uh, she She's an agent. Uh, she sells uh, as well. Uh, but uh, in a, uh, we just got a one-year-old daughter last year that I actually recorded the first real estate uh, rockstar podcast at uh, when the baby was born. It was like a couple hours after she was born, uh, and that's like she's a year old and a couple weeks. So cool. at, in, in the first four years, uh, wife, uh, my wife Sophia, her name, she she helped me so much. She would say, okay, go on this appointment, go there. I'm like, I have this Sunday one. She wants to see, <laughs> go see, man. You got to go see. You got to go show the house. You got to go meet. Like, but we're not going out. It's fine. We'll go out next time. It's like, she was helping a lot. This was really a big one. And I was like, maybe I should say, sit home today, today because, you know, I've been working. I have, we haven't seen too much. Uh, but she's like, no, no, you got to go. You got to go come back. And then we'll have, you know, it was just, she was helping a lot. And she was also coming up with some ideas. Like she would say, oh, go to this company, bring them lunch, put your business cards on these on the pizzas. They will remember you for feeding them and they will come back. So we did these couple things. We, we're just yeah, coming yeah. up with different ideas. Oh, there's an event. We have to be sponsored. So they put a banner. They plug our name. We sponsor here, sponsor there. We, they see content. We were coming up with these ideas. She's, she's helping me with these ideas. And uh, so that was really, really, really helpful. If, That's if, amazing. She kept me going because I when I went into real estate in 2017, I went full time right away. I had a small logistics company, a couple of trucks, and uh, I uh, I decided I didn't want to do that. It was a good money, but it was too much stress, accidents, and problems with the uh, Department of Transportation. I was like, it's not my business. I, I gotta sell it. And so I went into real estate full time. And eight months, I didn't produce anything, and I spent like seventy thousand dollars just on living and and printing business cards and doing everything. And uh. So I'm seventy thousand in a hole, and uh, she kept me. You know, keep going, keep going, going. It's like <laughs> sometimes it's amazing to the tears. Yeah, but uh, it paid off. Yeah, yeah, paid off. Kept going, and so far it's been okay. Uh, congratulations on that. I mean, I, I've always said one of the most significant choices that we can make in life is who we spend the most time with, and primarily our partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's a that's a huge thing having somebody that will stay with you and encourage you and give you the energy that you need to go do this hard work uh, at all times. But particularly in those first times where maybe the paychecks aren't as frequent as mm-hmm. you would like them to be, where you're all a little bit nervous and you're not sure, you know, if it's all going to come together. Having somebody that truly believes that this is in you to win and continually encourages you—that's incredible. Yeah, please express our gratitude to her when you see her. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. All right, Oleg, this has been amazing. If if somebody wanted to reach out to you and talk to you about your journey, get some of these tips from you, maybe expand some of these concepts, 
uh, with you. I'm sure you'd be willing to share. What's the best way for them to reach you? Best way is through Instagram. Uh, I would say uh, my Instagram account is Oleg underscore Komar underscore Realtor. Uh, Komar is K-O-M-A-R. So Oleg, O-L-E-G. Pretty easy. Oleg underscore Komar underscore Realtor. That's probably the best way. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So I would say uh, Facebook. Sometimes, yeah, but sometimes I don't see the messages. So it's, I have to fix notifications. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Well, let me say this, Oleg. Thank you so much for spending time with Real Estate Rockstars today. It was an honor hearing from you again, hearing the success journey that you're on. And we can't wait to follow you more in the future and see how your team building is going. Okay, yeah. take good care. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you. All right, Real Estate Rockstars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents, and we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every penny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients, and we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate. How to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.